0: The chores! The
1: chores! Give me Avenue! Give me Avenue! Give me
0: Avenue!
2: You have never had to edit one of these. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we should actually start. Um, we're here. It's me and Skylar this time. Uh, Hello. This is the Greenacres Radio Hour. And uh, Sam's not here because she's at work. Um, and we Some had to bullshit. do this podcast early because I'm leaving for a show tonight in Mount Pleasant. And Skylar, you have things to do too. But if we were fortunate to, you dropped this idea of podcasting with the Oh, band. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um,
1: I got home last night. What was it, Friday? So I I was, um, I was driving Uber and driving everybody to the Griffins game. That was really annoying because downtown traffic's really annoying during a hockey game. And I came back, and I had a Little Caesars pizza with some Zap Packs. These Canadians had never seen Zap Packs, so we really had to figure out what was going on there.
0: Yeah, it was like a real uh, piece of culture.
2: Well, we got to introduce this band. Well, hold on. This, you can't this is just talk about them while they're in
1: the room. Well, and, and then I sit down. And I talk to them, and I meet Marco and Andrew and Chris. Um, and now I think we're best friends. That's a move I stole from Marco last night. Yeah. We, we had a lot of booze. Yeah. I learned that trick. <laughs> what was it? You, you, the one with your legs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, you go to a wedding. And
2: uh, you, you guys you, are kind you, of you explain. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you drink a lot. We kind of go into that. Oh, when
0: you're when you're at a wedding and you're at a table where you're where you're sat and you're usually sat with a bunch of strangers and if you're getting along with them, um, you get real. You get real. And everybody's laughing, and then you get real serious and real kind of empty in the eyes, and you say, "You guys are my best friends."
1: When I first and then sh- you just
0: leave it there, <laughs> or you leave the table. You guys are my best friends, and then you leave the <laughs> wedding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you guys ever crashed a wedding?
3: No, no. I've been like at a wedding and gone. Actually, kind of like in like a banquet hall, and then like snuck over to the other side. That's, but that,
2: that, that yeah, cracks. when, that there, when there's like a a, like, a Mick Mansion that hosts a bunch of receptions yeah. at the same time, yeah, you can kind of just like wander in and out of the rooms and. Yeah,
3: I snuck into another wedding one time, but I just got a drink and left really quick. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I once snuck into a Serbian wedding <laughs> um, and and got made the stiffest Long Island I've ever had. Boy. It was disgusting. I had to pour it out. They don't mess around, I guess, the Serbians. No, not with alcohol. <laughs> no.
0: no. Not in the Baltics. Right. Is that, is, that, is that considered Baltic? I don't know. Yeah, I think
2: so. I think so. Or along with Bosnia and... Uh, uh, Herzegovina, um, Croatia, maybe Croatia's kind of like Italy light version though. It's like, <laughs> it has, it has more to do with Italy than it does with, uh, you know, this interior, I've been to Croatia. That's why I can say that. I heard it's beautiful. It is really beautiful. I would highly recommend it.
0: Isn't that, that's where they film parts of Game of uh, Thrones, right?
2: You, I've never seen Game of that's Thrones. That's what it's known
0: for. <laughs> Do they use? Not thousands of years of history, just this yeah. is where they film that show for them. We like, Do they the use show that? has thousands of years of history. Yeah,
2: exactly. So
0: that's.
1: And arguably better, more people tune in for those thousands of years of history than
0: Croatia's <laughs> yes. thousands
1: of years of history. The public have spoken. Really. They actually, I'm sure they now <laughs> uh, screen it
0: at Croatian banquet halls. <laughs> it's And during weddings, it's just an episode. It's the, They air the red wedding. <laughs> Set up a projector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say that instead of um, whatever, like the bride always comes out to the theme song.
2: Na-na-na, <laughs> um, a lot of people have had Game of Thrones weddings at this point, I'm sure.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. For sure. There uh, are a lot of Croatian people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but n- I mean just like
2: much. dumb <laughs> dumb Americans who want who want a Game of Thrones themed wedding. My my friend uh, Sam, who you talked to last night. Uh, Steenwick? Yeah. Played uh the, the, the Hobbit theme for that theme. band Parlour voice. Yeah, what? he does play Whoa. in my band. But he played the he had to play the Hobbit theme for this uh wedding. <gasps> I forgot that yeah. story. And he complained about having to like practice classical guitar for like yeah. two minutes. did he have but i mean I, that's a good question he probably would he'd be Gimli. he sure. loves lord of the rings i mean i i can't like fault him for taking it i mean that's a good grift weddings are such a good grift yeah you gotta like learn canon and d and you're just you're set
0: there's um sorry to circle back to game of thrones i was listening to the radio and they were talking about um Dumb names, and they were saying somebody named their kid Khaleesi.
2: Is that a Game of Thrones character? Yeah, that's that. It's that's like not said, even Abby. her
0: name. That's like her title. It means
2: like queen in Dothraki. Is it? Yeah. Oh, did he make up a language? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's like Tolkien cool. did, but but Tolkien did it first. Yeah. I'm but sure th- there's
0: a lot of people that have made up languages. Yeah, I was gonna say like also everybody.
2: Klingon. <laughs> yeah. Gene Roddenberry made up Klingon.
0: There's like
1: a full dictionary and everything.
2: You can take college classes on it. I don't trust people who make up languages. That's just me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, go- there's something a little... Too, too much something, something. Up. Too much yeah. control and
1: power. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Be- before we get into this, can we talk about Bike Thieves and just them to build some uh, credibility? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot
1: of work. Yeah. So, like, who who are you... How did y'all find each other and make a band?
0: How did you get into music? Um, we're, we're a band from, from Canada. Um, Chris and I met through old members. Basically, we've had like, some people that are friends that were hobby musicians in the band. Um, I, the, the, it existed a while before Chris joined as, as a very like non-project um and we've gone through now andrew is our fifth and final drummer i will would like to hope
1: wow so every band that played today had something in common He's with a Dave the uh, chris also joined the band
0: as a guitarist yeah well it used to be a four-piece long before i was a part of it yeah i think we only played like one or two shows as a four-piece um and so how long ago
2: two you said three years or something yeah
0: three years so yeah. how did you meet? Um So our first drummer was, is a regular at a bar that Chris works at. And I guess he recruited him. Uh So now he's just a regular at a bar and Chris <laughs> isn't bike thieves. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a dick. <laughs> I don't really care about him. Um, um But yeah, so that's how I met Chris. And basically everybody just kind of, as we got more serious, everybody else kind of fell by the wayside, and it was, it became a lot more obvious that we were more serious with music. Once the tours came along, then it was kind of like... Yeah. Started and leading people out. Yeah, and, and uh, Chris and Andrew met at a wedding, and he kind of didn't read him the riot act but he was like this is what we need (laughs) i think you guys talked for four hours and Mm, uh longer yeah yeah and andrew was was interested and we've been tormenting him ever since
1: was like three of those four hours just explaining that you don't actually steal bikes
3: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah he didn't believe him
3: and also it was like <laughs> it took a lot of convincing. We're gonna go on real tours, so don't don't get scared and drop out at the last minute. Yeah. Because yeah, well, four well, other drummers did that to us. <laughs>
0: well three so, of them. One of them was our friend filling in, okay. who Who is actually helping us out just to give a shout out to Brandon Sandy. Brandon Sandy. Hard working musician and a good friend. Nice. So he's in a really good band called Iris.
1: What what does uh, being more serious about music look like to y'all?
2: It's time to wake up. Yeah. Uh, life is calling. Uh, uh,
0: I, I guess while touring, um, in, investing time and money, and consistently doing it, like we have money for—that's for the band. That's that we don't touch. Like we don't split up the cash after every show and it's like, well, see ya. <laughs> like, see ya next month. There's a banned bank account. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not prepping our, our bar set. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of indicators. I feel like I'm, I'm I'm taking away from the DIY thing, but I like, like the, the, uh, picking out the bands where it's like, okay, you're a la- lot, and there's nothing wrong with being like, a hobby band but I like when you play with the local band that, it, that you could tell they play their hometown once every two months and they get a good crowd and they're like for that night for that night and that night only they're like on top of the world and they're getting their friends to bring them shots during their 30-minute set and um,
2: yeah, you, they, you gotta be wanna quick use, about it. Sorry, you gotta be quick about it because thirty minutes is not a long time. Yeah, no,
0: they're they're just like they they treat it they treat themselves like rock stars, mm-hmm. and it's it can be really silly. Some people are just are nice people that are that don't want to commit that time to abandon. That's great, but I love watching the assholes
2: <laughs> that take themselves real serious. So uh, <laughs> I have a question. Uh, it's wrought with trepidation, and I'm sorry, but what is the artistic vision of your band could you talk about perhaps I mean, maybe like what do you set out to do in your band that's unique and, and like your own?
0: Sure um, when I was younger I definitely wanted to just be another band and I would bounce from like this year I want to be the National this year I want to be McCluskey or you know what I mean and now it's, it's really I think at this juncture I, I just want us to put out like good records, I think we all just yeah. want that—that that sound like us and and don't feel too. Like I, I wrote this really good spoon riff, guys. <laughs> like let's we're gonna we're gonna knock this out of the park, being spoon for three and a half minutes. I mean there there you can't escape influence and and, uh, you know sometimes sounding like other bands, but I think, just not getting into your head too much about it. Like I used to do this thing that. Uh, really got in Chris's nerves where I would just right away. We'd we'd get a, an idea, we'd get into it, and I'd say, "Oh, that sounds like this band," and that part sounds like this band, and he'd kind of be discouraged. Like, well, so should we continue,
2: or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or should we let long. them do it? Yeah.
0: Um,
3: I think you just gotta let it go eventually, and yeah, you know. just wait for the lawsuit to roll in.
2: Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> suppress. I mean, Radiohead got away with it.
0: Yeah,
2: With Creep? With Creep, yeah. Yeah, because
0: what's, what's the song that sounds exactly like?
2: Is it the Hollies? We're, we slag Radiohead on this podcast a lot. It's, yeah, it's been a, like, almost every episode now. Well, we still... two out of three is almost all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: We... I was going to say every. I realized we didn't on the first one. Two out of three.
0: No, it's... I I I, th- I think it's funny because you and I had like... A 45 minute conversation about the credibility of Radiohead yesterday, which which really is unnecessary at this juncture. (laughs) Nobody has, like anybody who's, who's, we're trying to
2: rehabilitating Radiohead. Yeah. (laughs) Two uh, cis white men rehabilitating Radiohead. Yeah. That's that's what we really need right now. No, but thanks for talking about that. Um, One thing I noticed, like, during your set last night. I don't know if this actually happened, but did you walk over to Chris and like bump feet with him? Do a little like, (laughs) like like kick. It was it was sort of like a mutual like, high five. Curtsy high five. Yeah, like we played footsies on stage. But that would be so cute (laughs) because I I I must have just imagined it like in the in the mayhem, but I was like. This is a band that's like actively communicating with each other on stage and that's more than you can say for other bands, so it just seems like you have a very um like sort of unity of purpose on stage. Thank I don't you. know. Do you wanna say anything else about that?
0: I mean, I wish that was planned. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds That's like You guys are a cute band. That's yeah, that about. would be oh man, that would be like the best response to um to like the ACDC back-to-back, or what would be like Van Halen back-to-back guitars, instead we're just like tapping each other's feet, (laughs) or like we both click heels at the same time. Like that would really throw people off, Mm -hmm. which I like, I really like doing that.
2: Yeah, no, I thought that like you, you're like demonstrative sort of motions on stage. You're a monster. Communicate. (laughs) Yeah. I just called you a monster. Um, No, I know. Sorry. it sort of like added to the aura of the music and sort of like reinforced the way you were feeling and the way perhaps you wanted other people to feel. I feel like that was like just an added way, like a visual component of the music that like also doesn't happen a lot with uh rock bands.
0: Yeah, thanks. No, I I like I really just like performers and people like like James Brown or like people that are on stage I mean Tom Waits is on stage and he's like like a character it's it he's not a character but I like people who are on stage performing but they're not acting if that makes sense like I saw pulp in in New York when they did the reunion thing and Jarvis Cocker dances and moves and it's like it's it's not this it's not sexy I mean I guess it it is to some people but to him, I'm sure it's not. To him, it's He's just like to... this is me doing my thing. Yeah.
2: I, th- I think we can transition now into talking about DIY. Yeah. It's it's related. It's time. <laughs> yeah. It's time. What? But, um... uh, do you, uh, I mean, first off, do you guys consider yourself a DIY band? <clears throat> uh, at this point, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. Why? Because I've spent hours on Bandcamp going through hardcore bands and <laughs> <laughs> in blank. You know, Cer- yeah, searching blank blank one tag city, at a North time. America. Yeah. yeah. Reprint our own like merch.
1: Would um why aren't you on a label? We
0: don't care. No. <laughs> we don't I really don't care. It's you. nothing. That's not Stupid. true,
2: folks. This band obviously cares a lot. Otherwise they wouldn't be like doing sitting a podcast here with AM us. AM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it um
0: I I don't know why we're not on a label. I always I always like to think of like Bands that got too much too fast, like we were talking about the strokes the other day, and not that they're the best example of, you know, music. Of, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they became so big, so fast, yeah. but they also like started slowing down and kind of splintering off, and like I wouldn't want to become some major success at 21 years old
2: do you kind of like existing outside of the like monetization of the music industry or would it be, would you like to be monetized? Sorry, that was a very pointed way to put it, but like it's okay to want to make money at it. Oh True. yeah. Like, like it, We, we want and be that's able certainly to... the way an attitude has changed in our generation, I think. And I'll, I think we'll talk more about this, but like, past generations had this extreme fear of selling out. And this is like very, very much of an aversion to that. And our generation, I think, I think we're in the same generation, right? Yeah. We don't have that really. Yeah.
3: The, the industry has definitely like changed. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, we need, we need the money to survive. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to keep working like a, a day job. Like I, I'd like to have music like sustain us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah i don't know i think nowadays you can't just write a really good album and like you know expect money to generate like you have to tour and yeah Mm -hmm. i guess monetize
1: yourself a little bit do you think um you can sustain yourself as a band in a diy diy environment or do you have to sign to a label or have some kind of
2: and does that make you not diy at that point yeah if you, if you join a label?
3: I wouldn't say so, because, I mean, it, oh, it depends on the size of the label and how much they help you, because, I don't know, at this point, I think we're, we're doing a lot of stuff that labels would be helping us out with anyways, but we're just, like, slowly learning it as we go, and I know that um, not all labels will, you know, help a band as much as, you know, like, you'd think. Because, like, what
1: y'all... What did y'all make out with last night? Two, Two grand. Two
2: thousand. <laughs> One billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> rupees. Is, is money a faux pas on this podcast? Uh, I mean, like, I'm of the opinion people should, like, reveal their salaries to each other. But I don't know if we have to talk about how much we paid. I mean, we're, we're talking
1: about DIY. and it's, Yeah. Like, I,
2: economics is a big part of it. I mean, like, you guys made, what, like, 125? Yeah. That's, like, for a house show... Pretty good. It's it's average probably.
1: I'd say that's high medium for the area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll get us to the next town. That's a tank of gas and and maybe a cheap Mm yeah.
1: What what is like average or good or bad in your experience? Like what what's the range for payout from house shows
0: and bar venues? Well, I can tell you there's two bars. Um one doesn't exist anymore. Um
2: in Ontario there are two I bars in Ontario <laughs> so <it's not> one there's <laughs> just one um, the way you guys put back that bud light last night I find that hard to believe <laughs> <laughs> that bar makes a lot of money up like
0: these yeah. so. um, no there's one bar that paid us it was like pay what you can from the door and they paid us this was like years ago but they paid us 13 dollars. 14 13 like 76 or whatever yeah. like,
2: awesome um and at least they didn't pay you like 1488 or something yeah what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering why like did they mean to pay you exactly thirteen dollars and it was just
0: what was in the jar yeah and it was like there you go, like the skittish you kid. You don't
2: think they tried to, like, send a subliminal message to you? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe. I love they made a point about the change. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just don't give us the change. Um, 1492,
2: then, this is the Christopher Columbus bar. Yeah. <laughs> we,
0: uh, we did a show. In Canada. Yeah. We did a show in Philly, and the guy, like, we're, we had to book three locals, and, like, I get it. They've got their overhead. Like it's they they they've um, got to take care of themselves. But yeah, so we booked three locals and played, and um, the guy at the end of the night came up to me and he said, "Are you you're in you're in like the touring band?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So he gives me five dollars. He says, "And who put on the show?" And I said, "Oh, I, we did." So then he gives me seven dollars more. <laughs> Tight. to a grand total of 12. So that's like, that's that's really the the bottom. Yeah. Wait,
1: yeah. why were those so low paying? Were they just low turnout shows? Or I think uh, they yeah.
3: had the cover costs at the venue and yeah, like pay I mean, the door guy, the sound guy. How many
1: people watched watch y'all play? Not a lot. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, that was but, our first
1: time there too. Yeah.
0: I guess what's decent, like you want to clear like 100 or something. I mean, is I,
1: that like that's That's the threshold. Generally, is like a hundred bucks is an okay payout.
0: Yeah, I guess
1: for, if you want to just to like break even. Yeah, we won't yeah. Like like it's it's not great. No. if you try and like put it into an hourly. Uh, no, you know, that's not. No. no,
3: no,
0: it's it's not. I mean, for for a house show, it's good. For a venue, it's. It's not. We would like to get a little more for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: If I can bring sort of the conversation to a head and put my cards on the table, I think, so DIY used to be this separate sort of outside the music industry entity, you know, back in the 70s when punk happened. Um, It's gone through a massive change where upon when the music industry crashed in like 2000, Everyone who was like operating inside the music industry sort of became DIY as well. Like not just these sort of like composition only um, mutual aid, not participating in the monetization of the music industry. Suddenly that was just everyone and everyone was sort of on their own doing it themselves. There were a lot more DIY labels um, and there just wasn't any money in the, in the industry anymore. And so my question is nowadays we're all kind of in the same boat. Are you even you like it's all bled together? Yeah. I think, I think the, the, everyone is sort of like coalesced into this one big group. Um, and in that sense, DIY is sort of like lost a bit of meaning. Like the meaning of the word DIY doesn't really mean much because we're all kind of DIY. Uh,
1: I kind of disagree with that. Okay. Um, Like, I was talking to this guy, I forget what his name is, but he works for Fusion Shows. Um, And and they're, like, a a regional booking agency. They started out as two guys that ran DIY venues, one in Detroit, one in Lansing, I think. And they came together and were like, let's do this at bars and uh, see if we make money. And then they made money. And now they make a lot of money. And, like, the the guy that works for them, uh, I, I was talking to him about, like, DIY and how... Um, bands can make money and he was like, Yeah, it's uh i it, it, I guess it's cool to be DIY, but you know I don't think a band's serious unless they have a marketing team or a, a management company or a label. Um, I just don't take DIY bands seriously because I don't think they take it seriously. And I was trying to explain to him like how much of a hurdle that is to go between doing everything yourself because you have no resources and then like trying to get to a point where you have the resources or credibility or whatever it is to um, afford like a, a booking agency or a marketing team, etc. And he just wasn't having it. He was like, if you're serious about what you do, um, you just get those things. And, and that just sounds like bullshit to me, but I, I was curious what y'all think about that. Yeah, I'd say it's a bit...
3: Oh, yeah, it's kind of bull. I mean, like, I don't know, us, for example, like, we kind of need some of that stuff, and it's like, I don't know.
0: Nobody's just handing it out. Yeah, it doesn't just, like, fall in your lap. I I understand that, like, to get to a certain... For for them to take risks on certain bands, they need to see how... What the return on investment is. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like... We we're, we're slowly um, making friends, and there's there's definitely some people. Uh, shout out to Vern, Vern, Vern. Vern. who Vern. who have helped us out immensely. Doctor J and um,
2: Doctor J? Yeah, J, yeah, Game that's Doctor cool. J. Yeah, that's not getting yeah. into it. You not know, really it's... that DIY, is it? <laughs> <Or> just, <laughs> I, I... No, but like, but to trace
0: the the lineage of. Um, when with like what started like oh yeah this guy fr- from whatever venue saw us happened to be bartending that night saw us really like this and now we're like in his sort of periphery yeah and then met another person that and then you know they heard from them and whatever
1: and it goes, boom 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 down the line yeah Dr. so J. i mean
0: it's yeah <laughs> So it 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 happens very slowly, um or it has for us, which it's okay, but like we were talking in the car the other day, and i I said to chris, I was like it's it, like we gotta stop and remind ourselves we have it's been d i y but we've had people help us out in in ways like. Staying, like sleeping on on the couches here and hanging yeah, out and
1: like a dit as they say. Yeah,
0: dit. Yeah, do it together. Um And does like,
1: does that you guys mean make anything a...
2: different than DIY? Yeah, it
1: um, emphasizes the community aspect.
2: But DIY is a community.
1: But it emphasizes the independent endeavor.
2: It just doesn't. It's not a it's meaningful so distinction. It's so like at yeah. my job.
1: I, um, it that seems was like semantics. It, it It is, but it's like posturing too. Exactly. And I used to think that that was stupid. The more I like learn about the power of words, the more important I think it is.
2: Mm-hmm. And then you went into advertising. <laughs> that would make some messed up billboards. <laughs> that would be so much fun. I do hope, genuinely, you do eventually go into advertising because you would make some messed up billboards. There was, I saw one on the S-curve, and I think it was just
1: an advertisement for the billboard. Like, if you want to advertise on this billboard, but it was a, a baby about to fall off a table <laughs> and a phone number, and that's it. This is on like the main highway in the city. Oh my god, this is incredible. Where it gets like, you know, like a a billion cars going every day. Yeah, just like uh, uh, northbound on the S-curve, right by the Globe Apartments, I think.
0: Maybe they're making like, you know, Three Men and a Baby, like a reboot. (laughs) There's just Ted Dancing at the bottom.
1: I I had a (laughs) follow-up question about that Fusion Shows guy because another one of his critiques about DIY bands is that it's hard to be a diy band and do all the things that the management side yeah should do and also do what you need to do is like yeah bands need to focus on like they need to focus on one thing making the music and that's it that's all bands can handle that also seems like bullshit because y'all are here and are talking about like doing all those things a lot of bands do yeah,
3: i think you need to like <laughs> nowadays to you know be a band like from the ground up for sure like you need to have like a lot of different skills to get get places unless you know people that are like willing to put in that work for you but is that um, like Mitter murphy
2: what about him
1: they had a,
2: a deal with a record label before they even made an album. windspear yeah but windspear's i mean if we're gonna call labels diy that's a diy label that's fair i mean yeah and like uh fade also um i I believe has a record deal (coughs) and Um, hasn't put out anything yet or did put out something just recently yeah um, Dude, I was gonna say something and then you made me forget. I'm sorry. I'll, don't worry. I'll edit. You this better song. go there for editing. Yeah. You <laughs> what? You better help <laughs> him out with editing. I have my own. Yeah. Podcast. Thanks a lot. I'm gonna have to do so much work on this one. <laughs> but because I'm DIY, I'll do it for free. <laughs> oh, so so that's the thing. I was gonna jump in. I'm sorry. I'm like, I love. I mean, I love doing this, but like DIY or die. That's a phrase, right? Yeah. I don't think many people actually share that sentiment because we're all trying to get out of it kind yeah, of like, that's what y'all were talking about for like, like 20 minutes. It's more like DIY and die. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. and like, I totally agree. Like you have to, no one will give you anything. Like Chris said, you have to work for everything and I'm totally willing to do all those things. Um, I just, I, I do resent this notion, um, coming from, uh, folks like fusion shows that, um, well, these DIY bands—they just don't deserve it because they aren't working for it. And it's like, no, we—we're all trying to, like, get our tiny share of this shrinking pie, that you know is the music industry, um, and it's a horrible, tainted, and defunct industry at this point. Uh, but we're all trying to be a part of it because, like, despite first and foremost loving music, we uh, and and desiring to do it as our, as our life, um, we need to make money and like support ourselves as well. And like, we're not selfish people who want to get rich this way. That'll, that'll never happen, especially for bands like us. Um, we we just, we just want our fair share. (laughs) That's my, that's my piece.
0: I, I think there's also something to say about like, not everybody it's not that everybody doesn't not everybody deserves a shot but not everybody deserves the shot like i th- i've seen myself evolve and i th- i look at myself or our band and i think you know that original lineup or how i was where i was with my voice or how how i play guitar or whatever that person did not deserve an opening slot for you know you know, touring band X, um, until I got better. I mean that, that person deserves to still play shows, but I, I think if you're not good, like there's, there is also a bottom line if you're not good or your recordings aren't good enough yet, um, then you can't, it's, I think it's unhealthy to give that person cause you're setting them up for failure. Yeah. So I think people I think bands do need to not eat shit but do need to have a little bit of experience. Um and I'm I'm grateful like say say we get some major label whatever stuff going on or it's it's I'm glad that we already have some skills going into it that that we don't need them for everything cuz I would be I'm, I'm concerned for the bands that, that don't have that. Somebody sees something and goes, I'm going to make like, this is going to, this is going to be my product. Um, cause then what happens if that, that they make, they make one record, people really like second record, nobody cares about what is that person that, what is that musician going to do? Do they just, do they say, well, I guess I'm going to learn how to, you know, book my own tours now. After they've seen mm-hmm. after they've already been put into the good clubs and had the good slots and whatever,
2: yeah, or like uh we were just talking about Justin Bieber uh last night, and it's this sort of ties into him like being what like twelve and making it big and and becoming this huge international pop star, and now he's what like twenty three or something and and you see him uh wandering around with this ugly beard and you're like oh no you really didn't learn how to like uh traverse this terrain as like someone who isn't insanely popular and you know already been given a huge record advance because now I mean his like cultural cachet has sort of dropped right so he doesn't now that you're you're saying like uh he didn't learn the ropes he, he didn't like come up the slow uh methodical way learning each step of the business he went straight to the top and now he has no idea how to like traverse this like middle ground yeah and plus it, he has this ugly beard that he's gotta gotta <laughs> shave well at Sorry. least he can hire people that he needs to i guess yeah i mean i'm sure he's doing fine <laughs> i'm just like projecting i'm totally projecting onto Justin bieber i'm sure he's probably in way better shape than i uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> An- i think analyzing. he's found god i think somebody was telling me that i'm oh, probably totally yeah. unsubstantiated he's but... going through his jesus phase probably i can yeah. ab- i mean that's cool that's also a good grift um honestly <laughs> we should i mean w- i've thought about um what if i had just made a christian band instead i could have really cashed in maybe maybe i couldn't cash in at that this would point.
3: be that so, would be selling out yeah would that be selling out <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs>
2: I love the Lord. You literally just <laughs> called it a grift. Yeah, but it's you can still—it's an honorable grift, in my opinion. It be, because like going back to what I'm saying, like we're <laughs> we're doing this because we love music, right? And I, I will do what I can to support myself doing music, even if I am singing about loving the Lord. I'm being a little sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Just so you know. <laughs> it's, um, it's,
0: it's a little hard to tell. Yeah. I, I have,
2: yeah, sorry. You guys aren't used to my um, flat affect. Oh, but, no, but I love I, it. So I'll speak... I think I can speak for Skylar, too, though. Getting back to like bands that deserve their shot. You guys deserve that shot, in my opinion. Uh, Thank you. You're, you're doing tired. everything right. Your um, music is beautiful. Your merch looks beautiful. Um, you are all attractive people um <laughs> yes. and you're and you're very nice you're exactly what i like imagine a canadian band being so no you absolutely do deserve your shot and i hope uh it's given to you um down the line so do we yeah and thanks so much for coming on why where did skylar go He's supposed to be here to say. Started a new podcast, I yeah. believe. I think, yeah, he's got to, he's got to go. But, but thank you on behalf of the both of us for for doing this with us. Yeah, um, thanks for thank having you. us. Thank fun. you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, listen to bike thieves. Buy their merch online, right on Bandcamp. Is that where Bandcamp, you it? Spotify, iTunes. iTunes? It's yeah. Really, you could, it's it's not hard, people. Find <laughs> them. Uh, they're coming to a city near you, Google. probably if you live in the midwest or western canada
0: yep and uh tour dates are on our facebook instagram um there they should actually be on our spotify page as well um and our band camp well thanks again um thanks for having us this yeah. was a lot of fun okay Bye. Bye.
2: the charge
1: Jimmy, pac Jimmy, pagava, Jimmy, pac pagava, Jimmy, pagava, Jimmy, pagava, Jimmy.